Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains And break a couple of concrete fours to back our lug of claims so keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed. Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud. And it's good morning from the Concrete Gang, a bright-eyed, bushy-tailed and a very short week for the industry, as we should. Hardly seemed like a week at all. It isn't. Two days. So there you go. A couple of days and that's enough for any man. Hopefully you took a bit of leave and you've had a lovely entire week. Good morning to you all. Good morning, Stringy. Good morning. I got got an introduction this week. How about you, Gorilla? Did you get an introduction? Nothing. I'm the star of the show. Remember that, Stringbean? Good morning, Gorilla. Good morning, We are now going to have a report. Well, <laughs> oh, hang on, oh, hang on. Wait, I'll do it, nah, do nah. I have to do it myself. Da, 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 da. Yeah, thanks, String Boom. Nah. Yes, well, have a, let's have a talk about GGs. We have clipped the hurdle. I haven't delivered this year, but I don't know. I did give him a report to Warren. I don't know if he if give the pop proper report, I, but I did I, say. I slagged off Frankie Dettori. Did you? Yeah, well, he, he's delivered again. He's a rat. He should be... He, tell you what, he, been, he couldn't ride a rock and horse, that bloke. Fair dickum. He's destroyed more Melbourne Cups than he's helped. He, he took about eight horses out one year in the Cup. He, he rode... Uh, I can't say it. What, what's it? Last year's winner. Al Mandan. Al Mandan. Oh, I say him. Al Mandan. He destroyed that, and I thought there was a. I thought it could have won yeah, before I knew he was riding it. Four, four wide around the whole bloody track. Um, but I did like Marmello, and Marmello had every chance that light got shot. But I did say, have a look at Lloyd Williams, whatever. What, look, at, look at what Lloyd Williams has got. And one of his has won again. And I must admit, I wouldn't have had it. 
Well, he owns half the field, though, doesn't re-kindling. he? Rekindling. Rekindling, yeah, rekindling. Well, he, he had six horses, I mean, as you do. <laughs> that's increase your chances. <laughs> well, not Just necessarily. Slightly. No, no, that's not. Well, it does. Really narrowing it down. I'll tell you what, there's a few of those big, the big owners from overseas were doing that, and they couldn't get a winner. But that rekindling, they had it running overseas. They ran it, no, they ran it, they ran it last, you know, last couple of races, and as he does, brings it over here with no weight on it and gets the biscuits. So, look. Too smart, too good, mate. Good luck to him. It didn't come through this time, Gorilla. But what about nah. Buzz? What about Buzz's tip? How did that go? Red Cardinal actually got home in front of El El Mandan. Yeah, well, I'll be in El Mandan nearly run. But where where did he's come? Oh, I think it came about ninth. Well, that Red pays Cardinal. that pays about as same as that El Mandan. Pays nothing. Pays the same as El Mandan. You <laughs> dodo. I know that. Oh, anyway, so anyway, he look. was he was full of uh, he was full of uh, shall we say confidence when he predicted the winner. Well, you take great enjoyment out of this. I mean, no, you know, I'm not yes, taking you any do. Enjoyment I did. I have picked the because last three. We've got a whole lot of disappointed listeners out there. I've picked the last three. I had to put. It, eventually, the wheels have fell off. But anyway, I'll, I'll I'll bounce back. Don't worry. Don't panic. Don't worry, the listeners out there. Although. Warren, he's got great joy and has never had a bet in his life. He doesn't drink, doesn't That's bet. That's not true. Oh, <laughs> tell you what. Well, it's back to work for all of us then. Yeah, I know, it? yeah. I the, four, the first four winners at Midweek Cranbourne one time, and uh, that was as good as it got. Yeah, Look, I came home with nothing after that. But never mind. Pretty that was the days, and that was in the days at the... Uh, the Carom ship, Down Treatment Plant. Yes, and the uh, bomb Bomb scare. scares. Yeah, on a Wednesday morning, we'd all be at the midweek races by you, one o'clock. You knew there'd be a bomb scare. There'd be about twenty boats in the car park. <laughs> Actually, we held the record at that. What was the pub we used to drink at down there? It was the Frankston one, the, the Sundowner, the Sun, the Gundowner. Oh, the, gun the bloke used to sell eggs down there. We used to put an egg in every pot. Mate, fair nick. Talk about walking on eggshells. When we left the pub, there was about about six inches deep of eggshells. Oh, you know, it was like cool and Luke. I don't have any eggs. You had about 20 pots, you've had 20 eggs. I don't know what all that was about, but anyway, I just remember that. <laughs> what are you said about? Uh, oh, that was Needless right. to hey, say, the, tell bomb, what, the bomb scares stopped when he rang up the, the and said that the bomb had been placed in the car park. That stuffed everything. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Kiwi bloke left next day, never to be seen again. Yeah. What about <laughs> the bloke I worked for? He's gone, he only died recently. Oh, Clarky Paint and the brick, brick I was a Bricky's labourer there. And they were doing the lift shafts out of blocks. Lift shafts. I, they used to put a plank on a lip, concrete lip about an inch wide in the lift shaft. And I had to go in there on one plank and joint the back of the walls. How's <laughs> that? That's when safety was at its best. That was indeed the case. <laughs> anyway, we've moved on and let's move on a bit more because uh, we do have to mention the big event that's coming up and that is the industry picnic. So you get the cup weekend and you're nearly home, then you get the picnic and you certainly are home because picnic will be early December and uh, the first Monday in December and then it's basically all over and done with for another year. And this year the picnic will be at a new venue, the showgrounds, just near Flemington. Yeah, let's bring that up again. And the trains will be running out to uh, fl- out to uh, the showgrounds from Flinders Street. And uh, also we should mention that the picnic at Geelong has been moved to Beckley Park, which is the trotting track at the Carayo end. 
and uh, hopefully that will be a better venue, a whole lot less dusty and a bit more cover than was at the previous venue. There'll be a poster out this week with all the details. I think there's a monster truck, the usual rides and... Um, car show? Some kind of stuff for kids, Paw Patrol or whatever's going on, I don't know. And a car show, you're supposed to... Car show, yeah, <laughs> that's we should mention that. If you've got a, a car worth showing off for or a bike... Um, there's a car and bike show, can prize put, for the winner. Can I put my Ford Territory in? <laughs> or put buzzers in, how many dings you let have one, one car? That's an amazing car. It's a self-driver, it's I survived. think. It's <laughs> <laughs> That was funny that day, it went past the job with no driver in it, and the, and the, and the boss says the buzzer, What's your Reggie name and buzzer goes? Go mind your own biz. What would you want to know? That? You just saw, I just saw a Ford Terry drawing roll past it. Hey, that's mine. <laughs> Forgot to put the handbrake on, but anyway. Yes, not many times a, a car gets to the job before the organiser, but never mind, buzzer did it. Righto, we anyway, should also should mention. Call the office for the details, the union office for the details of the car and bike show if you've got something to put in. Yes, indeed. And the picnic tickets are out and about. And uh, it is, as always, a very, very good buy. And so get the family there. Bring a couple of kids, nieces and nephews along, all on the family ticket, 50 bucks. And it will be, as always, a big day out to be enjoyed by everyone. Everyone has a uh, little bit of a, uh, what will you say, a family day. A family day out there and everyone can enjoy it to the end. We are told that lessons have been learned from previous years and food will be easier to access. Yeah, well, well, the one good thing is they've cut the cost down because they've stopped the um, the old, uh, was it two-mile run? Some bloke was that slow that he was still coming home. Had to turn the lights on. And it costs us about 20 grand every year to put the lights on until he finished <laughs> the race. So they've stopped that and that saves us a lot of money. So anyway, Warren, you won't have to worry about bringing your running shoes this year, mate. If he was going to be a runner, not a footballer, that that could prove to be a problem. <laughs> All I'm going to say is, at least I could run. Yeah. Righto, moving right along. I Next got, week, of course, is the delegates. Uh, I got run over by a horse and cart there one year. <laughs> Remember that? I tried stopping it. <laughs> that didn't go too well. <laughs> Where's Longy out the back with a wheel mark over the top of me? Anyway. Uh, yes. Uh, and, then, yeah. and then we could talk about the snake charmer. Yeah, it's the same yeah, stories every year. No, I know. get some new stories. The same, well, you've got to talk about it. He got <laughs> bit by his own snake, the old snake charmer. He didn't charm the snake too well. Right, we're moving oh, along. Oh, sorry. Oh. Delegates meeting is on next Thursday, this coming Thursday. It's been put back a week to uh, give everyone an opportunity to get back on the job on Thursday this week. And uh, obviously, wasn't going to be uh, too good starting the job up and then going off to have a delegates meeting. So it's on this coming Thursday and be there or be square, 10 o'clock Trades Hall. Oh, hang on. Haven't we changed venues? Have we? Oh, sorry. I believe there is a new venue Ooh. for... Oh, sorry, you're right. You're I, right. I don't know, but maybe... Yeah, and I did talk about doing it, but whether it's still going, but anyway... It's the uh, Nurses Auditorium. I believe that's correct. Nurses Auditorium in Elizabeth Street, just up from the market. I'm not 100% sure about that. No, that's as I understand All it. right, all right. But every delegate will get an SMS message, and uh, make sure you note the venue. Righto. What are we going to do now? 
Cut to a track. It. We're going to cut to a track. Which we've got nothing to do with, so when you don't like it, you know who to ring. this is at least a track from the 21st century, and it's just for you. I don't want to drown no more. Sick of the same old go. Wolves. That's Rag and Bone Man, Rory Graham. He's a pommy bloke. Doesn't sound too pommy, does he? But he's uh, a 21st century recording artiste. A to, and, <laughs> a to and from. Anyway. A reasonable choice despite the lack of committee input. Exactly. Well, all uh, I can say is he got one after, through. After your t- tips, we have to keep the wolves from the door. Oh, oh, Christ. And, what, and when, I, when I, I get him up, the... when I get him up, I get no play. He, he says nothing. He's just, you know. You... No, I gave you credit last year. No, Come you on. didn't. Yes, you did I not. did. Anyway, moving right along. Settle children. Let's talk about wind farms. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, because, yeah. folks. Piss and wind. There is, as usual, a whole lot of issues around wind farms as the uh, state and maybe in due course the federal government will uh, make it a bit more attractive for investors. So all the scallywags come in from all over the place. Mahmoud, Saracen, all these grubby mobs will come in to do the wind farms on the cheap if they can get away with it and push Indeed. out the companies uh, who are EBA'd, etc., who actually have been doing the work and have been good performers over the time. People might not be aware, working in the city, that this stuff's going on, that there's these large jobs. You've got all the uh, the civil work, of course, large concrete bases, plenty of steel and all that in there, and a whole bunch of mobile crane crews running around that are pretty, some of them are pretty specialist, but uh, as Warren says, some of them not so much. Um, but uh, there are some people doing the right things, companies like... Uh, Boom Logistics, um, who are well experienced and well, uh, got a good reputation in the industry, particularly yeah in, the, in that wind industry area, quite specialised and professional mob. Um, obviously, people like Metcalf are running around on a couple of jobs as well. Um, but with the state governments just putting a renewable energy target, so we're getting a lot more of these things coming on board. It's been quiet for quite a few years, uh, with the Liberal government kind of tearing everything apart, but. Um, but now we're back back and happening and there's more jobs in the pipeline. So there's going to be a lot of people out there doing this work. The question is, are they going to be undercutting wages, bringing them in from overseas on visas and all that as they have in the past? Or are they going to employ the locals who know what they're doing and pay the right whack? And if they're like, uh, is it wind shuttle? Wind, wind hoist? Wind hoist. Wind Sorry, hoist. wind hoist, the Irish mob. Everyone's brought in as a project manager. 
Yes. <laughs> or a technician. In other words, a rigger. Yeah, that's right. There's a whole lot of shit going on over the years and... Still is going on. Still is going on and it's going to get on going on a little bit longer, I think, because there's a couple of jobs going at the moment. One up at Belan. Yeah, there's... One at Mount Jellybrand. What's the mayor, what's plenty the mayor, on. What's the mirror of Belan thing about that? The mayor of Belan isn't uh, real happy about that. No. Nah. <laughs> but he, I'm sure he is uh, interfering as he should up there. Because uh, there was a whole lot of uh, stuff went on with those jobs before they started. And uh, I think they're only now sort of starting to fire up and, and do things properly. But anyway, we live in hope. Yeah, one big landowner apparently up there in Belan. Yeah, one, that... one bloke owns the whole place. 14 turbines all on the one person. That's the mayor, isn't it? Is that the, is it? Um, I, he wishes. But you've got a state government that's pushing this stuff. They should have an interest in people getting paid right and not exploiting visas. And you've got a federal government that, of course, as usual, is using their ABCC to protect people like Mahmoud, uh, like who else is doing the Samson, Sam, what are they? Sam, Saracen. Saracen and Windhoist um, and these companies that are doing the wrong thing. So... The, yeah, government needs to straighten that out and make sure that if they're gonna if they're gonna invest in wind farms, that you know the money, the jobs are going to locals, that the money's staying in the state. Indeed, and we'll give you updates as this uh, problem, I'm sure, is going to develop. Now, I wanted to give a quick report on uh, the government in Canberra, who, despite all their problems. All the rubbish that's gone on about dual citizenship and all the stuff that's still going to go on about arguing the toss about equal marriage opportunities, everything that's going to go on in the Australian on Friday, the government said quite categorically that they are going to continue with their anti-union legislation. There's about five bills in at the moment, all attacking unions in some form, and Michaela Cash and our good friend Malcolm Turnbull. She's still there. Unfortunately. I haven't oh seen God. her lately, have we? She's, oh, she's been keeping a low profile, but she's got problems. But she's going to continue the attack on unions. And uh, we'll keep people informed. They are still attacking the redundancy funds. They're going to be attacking the industry super funds. And they're going to be attacking unions through the ensuring integrity legislation. So we'll keep you up to date. This is like that Monty Python skit with the knight with no arms and no legs. You know, they've got no MPs left, basically. They've all been knocked out by the High Court or whatever else. They're like, come back here, I'll bite your legs off. Indeed. And uh, Michaela's particularly good at biting people on the leg. But never mind. <laughs> we won't go into why. Anyway, moving right along, we should also mention that our good friends at Streets... Are still playing up. They're still trying to destroy the workers' uh, EBA up there at Minto in uh, Sydney. So the old old tripod. (laughs) We called. We called the uh, streets uh, ice cream ban early, and now it's starting to grow a little bit of uh, momentum to the point where even on the ABC program Gruen, it was uh, well discussed as to. the various things that uh, are produced by streets, including gay times and magnums and paddle pops and so on, and the band is going for its life. So, folks, this Christmas, 
No streets. This this summer, no streets ice creams. And let's support the people up at uh, Minto in New South Wales who... Do they still uh, make Sunny Boys? That's a good question. I don't know if the Sunny Boys were streets, were they? Well, I don't know. I'll, I'll clear that up. The Sunny Boys I've seen one a long boys. time. You used to look inside and get a free one. Remember that? Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That's oh, the, that's the paddle it. pops, which are a part of the band. No paddle yes. pops. That's, no, that's, that's the no sunny boys. Well, I know, but they, there's free... Anyway, it doesn't matter. Right on. Moving right on. <laughs> what we're talking about. Also... A vegetarian uh, one. <laughs> a cheerio to the uh, all the people out at Victoria University who uh, are about to start their EBA negotiations and the university, true to form, have sacked all the people who were going to be negotiating the EBA. Yes, indeed, they've decided to sack three of the branch officials of the, uh, of the union out there, and they are, that's the National Edu- Tertiary Education Union. They get sacked the branch president, the branch secretary, and I think the branch assistant secretary. I'm not too sure of all their titles, but they sacked them before the negotiations started. So there you go. So VU, Victoria University, are just like every other boss. Righto, scallywags. A, B, D. Oh, mate, I don't know about you, but I mean, if I was a steel fixer, worth your weight in God, no no one works as hard as the steel fixers, but uh, if you're still tying steel at 10.30 at night, there's a bit of a problem with me. Tells me that they can't organise a job. But I um, may, ABD Corfield, mate, please. 10.30, well, I had to go out there at 9.30 to stop them. So there you go, ABD, and the, and the, and the management out there, disgraceful. Absolutely disgraceful. They're becoming a bit perennial, aren't they? They are, especially that job. They are. Now, that was all to get a pour done before the shutdown weekend. Of course. A thousand metres. A thousand metres. Like they weren't going to do it, even the, even even if everything had gone right, they weren't going to be able to get that done. But never mind. Also, Ryman's, Ryman's out at uh, Mulgrave, yes, uh, Fort Knox, I call it. Yes, yes, we uh, there was a visit paid out there. That they're, they're uh, New, a New Zealand mob, but don't want any union participation on their jobs. You know, don't want any of that. So, uh, yeah. So if you think about buying up the. the Retirement village home and all that. Don't buy one from Ryman's. It'll be non-union. Righto, Frankie Dottori. Ah, <laughs> oh, Frankie Dottori. <laughs> he should help ourselves. We've got Frankie Dottori in there. Honestly, should, can't even ride a rocket horse. Full of shit. They fly him in every year. Destroys the Melbourne Cup games. I don't know what he gets paid, but unbelievable appearance money, mate. Righto, we're going to name streets again. Can and you ride a horse? You got it right, Bill, for a horse. Apparently you're no good at footy. You, I can't you're, you're, run. I can't ride a bike. You're running a park cars. I reckon you could be a champion racehorse rider. <laughs> Couldn't be any worse than Frankie. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'll t- oh, oh, no. I was going to tell me Graham's story again. but oh, you know. <laughs> No, and last but not least, we're going to mention, because a lot of us watched uh, Four Corners this week, <laughs> all about tax evasion and uh, Glencore are going to get a special mention here because Glencore are the people in Queensland who have locked out the mining members of the CFMEU up there for well over 100 days. They've locked them out, they've slagged them, they've harassed them, they've done the whole lot and they're 
great people, according the, to the federal government, and they're and avoiding the, millions and millions of dollars in tax. And followed their kids to school and put private detectives on them. It was absolute disgrace. Yeah. Some Australian dogs. Same thing with uh, SO and UGL down there, the lockout. Yeah. And uh, same thing, don't pay their taxes and don't want to pay the workers right. Um, hey, and what, Crown Casino sacked a whole bunch of people. Same thing, avoiding. What tax. about the, the Darnie up in Queensland? We've, get, we've that's another one we've stopped, isn't it? The Darnie, well, the Darnie. How do you say? A Darnie, a Darnie. Yeah. Still in the process. Queensland yeah. election up there to decide yeah. what happens there, really. <laughs> but that's another one we've stopped. The old concrete gang. We've stopped a few, haven't we, Warren? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we're going to claim the credit for everything. I'll tell you what, don't get it, don't get, let us black band you. You're gone. <laughs> yeah, streets Uniliver are shaking in their boots the, from the concrete gang. Um, Look at the one down the corner here. What the um, 7-Eleven? 7-Eleven's now selling Christmas decorations. <laughs> don't fuck, don't stuff with us, mate. I'll tell you. <laughs> Righto, who's the scallywag of? Oh, ABD, ABD, please. Right, ABD deserve. They've been absolutely given every assistance to try and get their job going, but they just stuff it up day after day. And Suki Lala. We got one? Well, Ryman's are a Suki Lala, but I reckon Frankie Dottori yeah, is Frankie a Suki a lot. Okay. okay. Yeah, Frankie's got it. Frankie's got it. So we've got the Suki Suki Lala, Frankie Dottori. Scallywag of the week is ABD down at Caulfield. We're going to go out the same but, old way. Uh, Dare to struggle. Dare to win. win. If you don't fight, we you lose. From the concrete Cocker. gang. And we're going to go out with the war on drugs, which we didn't quite hear last week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.